hey, Brian Miller here, and thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Thursday Thoughts, all about stepping into your uniqueness and showing up in a way that is generous. Doesn't it drive you crazy when someone starts a sentence with, obviously, and then tells you something that wasn't obvious to you at all? Makes you feel like an idiot, right? I'm super guilty of this, and I'm betting either you are too, or you've already thought of someone who is. This is actually an extension of the Dunning-Kruger effect, which states you have to know a lot about something to realize how much you don't know about it. In other words, you have to be pretty smart to know how dumb you are. You don't know what you don't know, but the more you know, the more you realize how much there is to know that you don't yet know. Here's how this plays out in the real world. People who are undereducated about a particular topic overestimate their knowledge about it, which means they display high levels of confidence with low levels of accuracy. On the flip side, people who are highly educated about a topic tend to underestimate their own intelligence. They rate themselves average or below average because they assume if it's easy for them, it must be just as easy for everybody else. Which means it's easy to be a piano teacher. So you only need to be one lesson ahead of the student, right? We can all provide value to those who are now where we recently were by simply conveying what we learned about the situation that they are currently in. A local mentorship program I work with in Connecticut capitalizes on this by pairing 8th graders with 10th graders to help prepare them for entering high school next year. Are 10th graders experts on preteen mental health or educational leadership? Of course not. But it's not necessary, or even ideal. Middle schoolers are much more likely to connect with students just two years older than them who recently went through a similar experience. We are much more likely to learn when we connect with the teacher than when we are confronted by expertise. And so, it's easy to be a piano teacher, but it's hard to be a world-class pianist. Being just one lesson ahead of the student has its limitations. You aren't going to be able to provide satisfactory answers to deeper, insightful questions from your most inquisitive students. This is something I wrote about recently on my blog, and I think I also did a Thursday Thoughts on the topic of fear of public speaking. See, lack of expertise is one of the primary causes of fear of public speaking. Nervous speakers often find their confidence improves as their knowledge deepens because they're no longer afraid of being asked a question that they won't be able to answer. So we have to walk a tightrope. Should we be content with just being one or two lessons ahead and focus instead on connecting with our audience, whether that's clients or customers, friends, family, or community? Or should we study until we're swimming in knowledge so we aren't phased by difficult questions? The answer is both, and neither. I've found the key is knowing just enough to handle interesting questions or objections. And bear in mind that I don't know is almost always the right answer. That's something my friend Matt Dillahunty taught me when he came on an episode of the Beyond Networking podcast last season. But also we have to recognize what's obvious to you even if you're not a world-class expert, is rarely obvious to other people, especially people you're trying to help. I gave a keynote a few months ago at a conference for accountants, and afterwards a gentleman approached, he shook my hand, and he said, you know, I've been in this field for 20 years, but when you started talking about seeing things from the point of view of my clients instead of my own in order to connect with them and serve them better, I thought to myself, wow, that's, that's so obvious, but it never occurred to me. 
Thanks so much, man. Now, as he walked away, I thought to myself, you've been an accountant for 20 years. You're in charge of their money, their livelihood, and it never occurred to you to consider their perspective. That blew my mind. It seems crazy to me, but mostly because I've made it my life's work to teach and train others about perspective taking and connection. And because I spend all day, every day, thinking, reading, researching, and speaking about it, I often worry my presentations aren't that interesting to my audiences. So every so often, I need someone like that accountant to remind me that what I speak and write about is, in fact, novel and insightful to others. The vast majority of people you'll meet and interact with do not share your expertise or passion. Maybe you pack boxes for a living, or you're a receptionist, or a barista, or an amateur coin collector, whatever. The next time you're nervous to talk about your job, hobby, or passion because you think people won't be interested, just ask yourself this question. What about that thing you do or that thing you love would interest and excite someone who has minimal to no experience with it? See, that stuff that you do naturally is probably pretty fascinating to the rest of us who don't interact with that work the way you do on a regular basis. You don't have to be an expert to be interesting or helpful. You just have to be empathetic and generous. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Thursday Thoughts. Thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Brian Miller, and always remember, our world is a shared experience. Every interaction is meaningful, even the virtual ones, and everyone you meet is important. We'll see you next time. The vast majority of people you'll meet and interact with do not share your expertise or your passion. What did I just say? Expertise? A little Sean Connery there. Do not share your expertise. Feb Tober. Bond. James Bond. <laughs>